Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth and his wife Gloria are passionate about teaching Christians how to apply the principles of faith found in God's Word. They'll teach you how to overcome life's obstacles and live in victory. They have seven ministry offices around the world and are sharing the gospel in every available voice. You can watch their daily teaching program, Believer's Voice of Victory, weekdays at 8 a.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. Let's dive into the message. The very basic fundamentals of faith. They're very, very simple. I uh, was listening to my young grandson, Jeremy. I've learned a lot from that young man. And uh, (laughs) he... uh, He's the one that first brought this to my attention. He said, what are you watching when you're watching the World Series? What are you watching when you're watching the Super Bowl? Masters of the fundamentals. What are you watching when you're watching the Little League World Series? It's the same game with the same rules, the park is just a little smaller. That's right. Yes. But we're watching the masters of the fundamentals for that age group. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Now I've never this never occurred to me before, Dr. Jackson, and 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 you you may comment on this. Everybody in this church knows Dr. Avery Jackson. Amen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is one of my heroes. What are you doing when you're standing there operating on somebody's brain? You have to go to the very basic fundamentals of what you've been taught and what God has taught you. Go ahead and comment on it. And so, Brother Copeland, you're exactly right. You train over and over and over on the basics, and there are just a, a few principles that are important. There's complication avoidance, and you're looking at exactly what could go wrong, and you're prepared for it. And then there's hand-eye skills, and those are very basic. And you just repeat that over and over and over thousands of times. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. I talked to a man. He was one of the, the, well, he was the first in the United States to do crystal lens uh, lens replacement for the eyes. And that is such a delicate surgery because he has to remove the lens of the eye. You know what he had to do? He had to practice on grapes. 
he operated on tens of thousands of grapes. <laughs> What's he doing? He, he's developing the basic fundamentals of eye-hand coordination before he ever touches a human eye. Hallelujah. Basic fundamentals. Are you curious about what's really happening in Canada and where we're headed? Join David Lease, a VP at the Frontier Center for Public Policy, to find answers to these questions and more on his podcast, Leaders on the Frontier. David sits down with leaders from all walks of life who dare to speak out on issues facing this country. He ties in his experience with public policy and his passion for Canadians to help inspire change across the nation. Follow and listen to Leaders on the Frontier with David Lease wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, I mentioned this yesterday. I'm I'm, going to tell you again. Vince Lombardi, the great football coach, my estimation, probably the greatest football coach ever lived. And the winningest coach, Green Bay Packers, glory to God. And these guys are the best in the world. Had a losing season. It was the last one. When they came to spring camp, Coach Lombardi said, gentlemen, this is a football. (laughs) Kind of made some of them mad. He took them to the very, very basic fundamentals. They never lost again. World War II. Now, now this will this will get to some of you. They got so basic with these young pilots they were training. They were having to train them just as fast as they could, just as fast as they could, uh, could get them because we were un, un, understaffed and everything. You know what they started with? Gentlemen, this is an airplane. <laughs> now, let, let me show you now. Because I'm, I'm going to show you some basics here, and it's not going to take me but about 30 seconds to lose you. This is an airplane. This is a propeller. This is an engine. This is an aileron. Uh, what? Mm-hmm basic fundamentals. That's the little dude jiggers on the wings that makes it go this away or this away. <laughs> That's how basic it was. That was basic, basic training. So fundamental, so basic. But I don't care if you're flying a J3 Cub or a 747, they both fly the same way. Basic fundamentals. Are you with me so far? Well, the most important fundamentals you can know are the fundamentals of faith. What it is, how it's released. Amen. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Why? He's a faith God and He loves you 
And God is love and faith works by love. That's a basic fundamental. Faith works by love. Without love, there's no faith. Without faith, there's no grace. Without grace, you're in a heap of trouble. Yeah, that's true. See? But if, you know, without the grace, he's doing everything he knows how to do to bless you. He's doing everything he knows how to do to make your body well and your brain strong and your whole life a a brand new thing. And and but he needs these fundamentals out of you and out of me. And we need to practice them and practice them and practice them and practice them. Practice and practice and practice just like Dr. Jackson. Amen. Just like Dr. Feinerman and just like these other men of science, we have to practice and practice and practice and practice and renew our minds and renew our minds and renew our minds until we no longer even have to try. We just believe God. We believe it in our heart and we say it with our mouth. Glory to God. And we're not moved by what we see and we're not moved by what we feel. We're moved only by what we believe and we believe the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And we practice and we practice and we practice and we practice and we practice. We pray in tongues and pray in tongues and pray in tongues. Well, I don't pray in tongues. Well, that's your fault. He said, how much more, the, how much more your heavenly Father give the Holy Ghost to those that ask him? It's amazing to me. I, I've been watching people for, for 50, oh, just in a few days, be 53 years. Amen. Uh, actually longer than that because Gloria and I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. We got, we got saved six months after we got married and then three months later, both of us got baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking the other tongues. Amen. And I've, I've watched people in an attempt to receive and they, they frown. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, it doesn't get any better than this. This is not work. This is just yielding. And I might get the wrong thing. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> Jesus already dealt with that. He sure did. Yeah, he dealt with that. You being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. Are you going to give them a snake or a scorpion when they want food? No. He was referring to evil spirits when he said that. Amen. Amen. Isn't that right, Thomas? I mean, that's what he was doing, man. He told me, you ain't going to get a devil. Come on, what's the matter with you? (laughs) Now, if you're not born again, that's a different story. If a son. Well, it only takes you 10 seconds to get born again. Copeland, it can't be that easy. There wasn't anything easy about it. But Jesus did all the hard part. There's only one thing he couldn't do. He couldn't pray your and my acceptance prayer. We had to do that. Jesus, God's gift to the world. He's a free gift. I tell you, I've seen so many people incarcerated. I've seen people that I've prayed. I was the last man to visit with Stephen Moran, a serial killer. And it's a, it's a, it's a marvelous story. 
In fact, I carry this with me wherever I go. And uh, hang on, because I'm going to read this to you. Well, March the 13th, 1985, I, uh, a dear partner of ours, he kidnapped her in San Antonio and got her car running from, from the police. He was an escape artist, just, just this demon, just, it was amazing. Anyway. And uh, <laughs> Maggie said, uh, he, he told her, he said, now, woman, just sit down and just keep your mouth shut. I'll kill you. She said, no, you won't. <laughs> he said, you don't know who I am. She said, I don't care who you are. You ain't going to kill the only person that ever loved you. And it just, it, it just, he just, he just couldn't handle it. And he told her, he said, lady, if you don't shut up, I'm going to stop this car and I'm going to kill you right now. She said, well, will it be all right if I play my tape? He said, I don't care what you play. Just shut your mouth. She had one of my tapes right. <laughs> in the tape player in the car. Now that morning when she went out to get in the car, the, the Lord had her take her, her, her scripture, memory scriptures with her and that tape. So she already had it in the car. And while they were driving down the road, he slammed on the brakes. Who said that? He said, and he's looking in the back seat. And, and Maggie said, said what, Steve? Uh, <laughs> Stephen, son, this is your last chance. And she explained it to him. And he said, right there, and accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Now I baptize him in the Barrow County Jail in San Antonio, Texas. Yes, sir. They, they were so afraid of this man. We had to, of course, we had to get very special permission to do so. And, and guards were standing there with, with their hands on their pistols. And they had this tub where you stand beside the tub and baptize. And I baptized him. And he just came up out of that water just. And flash forward. He said, I don't want any appeals. I don't want any of that. He said, I want to go on home and be with the Lord. He said, I don't have anybody anymore. My family's gone. He said, I, I really don't know where my son is. And he said, I, 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 I just need to get out of here. So I said, the, the last, just, I mean, just 30 minutes before in, uh, death by lethal injection, don't get the idea that's a soft way to die. Amen. No, no. Mm -mm. And I was with him just in the last few moments there in this caged in yes. area. Yes. 
I said, Stephen, do me a favor. He said, all right. I said, son, you know, give me a sign if grace is enough. Yeah, he said, I'll do that. So he's strapped to that gurney. All he can do is raise his head up like this. And uh, the, the warden, Warden Harvey, oh man, Holy Ghost baptized, man of God warden. He's retired now. And uh, oh, what a man of God. Hallelujah. And uh, he said, uh, Stephen, you got any last words here, son? Oh, yes, sir, warden, thank you. And he's laying on that thing, and he's, all he can do is just, you know, just kind of raise up like this. And he said, I don't remember the, the exact words, but he said, let me tell you, let me tell you. Yeah, he said, everybody in this room needs to know this. If, if God can do something with, with somebody like me, think what he could do with you. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. You need to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And he just started preaching. And, and Warden let him go longer than he was supposed to go. He just let him preach. And he preached and he preached and he preached. And finally the Warden said, Stephen, Stephen, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting you, son. We got business to take care of here. He said, I know it, Warden. That's good. Thank you. And uh, They've got him back there, and I'm standing as close as from, there's a little rail right here, and I'm standing this close to him, just beyond that rail. I'm standing right up just close I can get. And he's, he's like this. He looked over there at me, and he winked at me. Two thumbs up. <laughs> More than enough. Come on, come on. More than enough. More than enough. More than enough. But I had the opportunity over a period of time to teach him. And, and, and I told him, and he's a brilliant man. And, and I told him, I said, I said, I said, Stephen, son, now listen, you've, you've, you've got some time here. They're going to do some things and all that. I said, get in your Bible and become an expert on prayer. He said, I'll do it. I'll do that. And so, and then I got to teach him about faith and the fundamentals and, you know, all these things that, that go along with it. And, and he did. Well, he was in, in, in the county jail in Golden, Colorado. And they're just, you know, claiming that he killed this one and that one and the other one. And, and he told me, he said, Kenneth, he said, there's another killer out there. He said, I never heard of these people. But he said, they're just cleaning their books. And I said, all right, now, Stephen, don't you tell me, I'm going to tell you something now, son. And you give me your word that you don't do anything without you pray about it first. It just came up in me. He said, well, all right. I said, no, 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 it ain't good enough. You give me your word. Okay. All right. He said, I'll do it. I won't do anything without praying about it. So, that evening, he was in his cell, and he looked, and the door wasn't quite shut. And he thought, uh-oh, that sun goes down. I am out of here. <laughs> now, this was back before he, this, this was right at the very beginning, before he had time to even study prayer or anything. I just made him give me his word. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's just in there just waiting. And he said, 
Okay. I promised Kenneth I'd, I'd pray for it, did anything. And he said, what I intended to do was say, uh, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs> and go. And he said, I got down on my knees right the next to my bunk. And I said, Father, in the name of Jesus. And he said, when I looked up, it's daylight. And he thought, oh dear God, this was a trap. <laughs> they were waiting on me. They were going to kill me in my escape. And he said, there I was with my cell door open. And he said, when they came in there, I'm just sitting there with a smile on my face. See, he's a man of God now. Yes, he is. Heavenly Father, I give thanks for this time, for the time we've been together, the fellowship in your word, the Christian family presented to me. He called the names of the personal witnesses. Allow your Holy Spirit to flow as I know your love has been showered upon me. Forgive them. There were people in that room that hated him. They wanted to see him die. They were standing there killing him. They're just as guilty of murder as he is, according to Jesus. As I know you've forgiven me, as I have forgiven them. Lord Jesus, I commit my soul to you. I praise you and I thank you. Now, when he said that, they threw the switch on that thing. You hear that clang and you know it's coming. I talked to Warden Harvey about it. I talked to Warden Kane at Angola and he built chapels all over that whole campus where every inmate can look out their window and see a church steeple. And we helped them build the women's chapel. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I talked to them both about this. Both of them said the same thing. Warden Harvey said, in all of the years that I've been warden, he said, I have never had not one inmate to ever refuse to accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And he said, listen, he said, these are not, this isn't just jailhouse religion. They're facing death. And he said, every one of them. Burl Cain said, I've only had one in all of these years, only one that refused. Folks, this is amazing. Amen. To me, it's amazing the goodness and the grace of God. Yeah. And I asked the Lord one time, I said, Lord, uh, 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 you know, now, now just, I mean, just that, that little bit or whatever I was talking about, he said, Kenneth, he said, I'm not trying to keep people out of here. He said, if they'll just give me a little spark, if I can just see a little spark of faith, I'll take it and take it from there. Thanks for joining us today. 
Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.